It's showtime, Synergy. thing the podcast that's outrageous simply 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 outrageous i'm paul salt i'm outrageous oh oh fuck i put it in your head god today we'll be discussing gem and the holograms the 2015 adaptation of the 80s hasbro marvel cartoon show gem and the holograms oh okay uh, this week's podcast was recommended by You Know What I Like. It's a podcast hosted by Mark and Sophie, who unashamedly wax lyrical on their obsessions, passions, and get other people on to do it too. Hey, Paul, you know what I like? Go on. I like the sound guys make when they think they're alone in public toilets. <laughs> Paul, do you, do you know what I like? What? Strong and stable leadership. Ooh. Love it. That's lucky. Then. <laughs> thank you you know what i like podcast <laughs> if you want to give them a, a listen you can find them at ykwil podcast get it it's like the name but that when you take the first letter from each of the the words and then you put them all together oh so you know that that's the words that you mean by the sound that Hold i on. said let me just check that checks out let me just do that okay wait a minute i think the world's gonna end in 2012 so yes, we will be discussing Gem and the Holograms. Uh, it took 10 years for director John M. Chu uh, to get the project funded. Uh, he was finally able to make it thanks to the success of G.I. Joe Retaliation, uh, which he directed, and Transformers, which no one directed. Um, the original show, Gem and the Holograms, was created by Christy Marks, um, who seems to be a really awesome woman. She worked on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, hmm. a whole bunch of awesome 80s TV shows. Uh, Marx was not involved in the production of the film. She didn't even know it was happening until it was announced. Uh, she said this was a bold move and that she would leave it to the fans to decide if it was a good idea or not. Okay, yeah, so it's pretty pretty gracious from uh, Christy Marx when she had every right to go all Abel Ferreira on it. Um, <laughs> but the fans picked up that uh, that torch where it was left in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the ditch and yeah. they have carried it uh, proudly aloft. <laughs> Yes, they surely have. Yeah. Um, amongst the revelers was Utgard14 um, over at IMDb, who says, in a review titled Meh and the Holograms... Oh! I get it. Um, he said, I'm not sure what the point of calling this Gem and the Holograms is. It bears no real connection to the fun 80s cartoon series. Instead, this is a boring and predictable teen drama that rips off everything from Hannah Montana to Earth to Echo. You know, it's, it's confusing when the second thing you say has the word two in it. Mm. So is it Hannah Monta- everything from Hannah Montana to Earth to Echo? To also Echo. Someone does at some point have a reverb and someone's just like, Oh, Jesus! ripping off caves much meanwhile amazon customer over at amazon the amazon customer yes the amazon cups cu- yes <laughs> <laughs> said not surprised it bombed a childhood memory was way better did arrive on time though well was... you've got to hand it to to gem and the holograms for punctuality yeah. yeah absolutely um a childhood memory will often be better than most um things in general 
Yeah, I think that's um, the part of the nature of being in consciousness, isn't it? <laughs> um, critical reviews were not much more flattering. Oh. Um, Eric Henderson at Slant Magazine said, It's the screenwriting equivalent of Ryan Adams sucking the pop vitality out of Taylor Swift's deliriously produced tunes. <gasps> well... Am I out of touch, or did he mean Brian Adams? No, he meant he meant definitely Ryan. Who is Ryan Adams? He is a he's like an alt rock country right sort of, but poppy kind of, but guitars kind of, but heartbroken okay. guy. But he's also a lich who sucks the vitality out of Taylor Swift. Yes. Meanwhile, Matt Zola Sites mm-hmm. over at RogerEbert.com. Uh, wrote, I don't know what I expected going into the movie, but it wasn't a coming-of-age drama that compensates for its near-plotlessness with uh, charming and sometimes touching performances, astute observations about how today's youth use technology to deepen their sense of community and self, and some lush handheld camera work that occasionally that occasionally evokes Terence Malick. Might be worth getting into the film. Paul, you cheap marketing gimmick. Hello. What did you think of Gem and the Holograms? Well, when the bass wasn't busy being completely sick. <laughs> it was the sickest bass. It was the most beefalicious bass. I'm still trembling. It was stonk heavy. <laughs> I have watched on that sound system The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. Heat, yeah. Irreversible, yeah. Enter the Void. And, yeah. That fucking movie, Gem and the Holograms. Uh-huh took that base unit to the fucking edge of what it was built to accommodate. Yeah, the walls were shaking. The wall I, was shaking, I was shaking. My my teeth came free and uh, lodged in my throat and I died. <laughs> Ter- it was tearing our house down pe- brick by brick. Person uh, by person. All at once. Wow. So, in between just soul assaults, mm. Uh, what happened in the movie? Well, it starts with a video confessional oh, of sorts yeah. from um, Jem. Well, it's not from Jem. Well, it's from Jerica. Or Jerica. Yes, whose surname is... Benton. It's from Jerica Benton. Everybody's yep. favourite. Yep, everyone's favourite Jerica. Yep. She she starts off by talking about social media and, and, yeah. and the constructs that we have uh, constructed in 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 the, in, in the modern age, you know, um, I hate it when we do construct those. It, it's about our, our social media uh, personality, our persona, yeah. yes, if you will, and the the real you mm. that we hide behind that. Yes, the wall. Um, what is yes? Why do you think uh, Facebook has a wall? So because we can hide ourselves behind it. I think is what she said. <sighs> Something like that, which is disarmingly profound. Yeah, it was only 15 minutes later that I realised that they snuck in a full voiceover exposition little bit. Yeah. I was actually uh, enjoying <laughs> enjoying this confessional. Very natural, yeah. Aubrey Peoples. Yeah, I, I think it's character. good we're getting her name in right this second, because I don't think we can really talk about the film a second long without talking about Aubrey Peoples and her naturalism yeah. and charm. Because um, that was immediately the first thing that struck me. Yeah. Get out! Go! Now, I know what you're thinking. This many girls under one roof, recipe for disaster, right? Well, if you're thinking that, that's sexist, and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> because we actually get along really well. We're a family. So she's there in front of the cam- in, in front of the camera talking yeah. about all of this, and then she says she has a story to tell. Mm, which Intriguing. Yes. We all like stories. Um, I like stories. Yeah. Do you know what I like? <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know what I know? But do you, do you know what I like? Strong and stable stories. I actually prefer. You know? Do you know what I prefer? Uh, I prefer a naughty um, story. Bedtime stories of chaos. <laughs> yeah, she she has she has this story to tell, so she starts to tell it. So um, this girl Jerrica, Aubrey Peoples, has uh, three sisters: one real sister and two fake sisters, or. <laughs> Uh, stepsisters. Or you were a f- or child of Disney, weren't you? Foster s- sisters. Yeah, which of them are evil? Jem. I mean, Jem was the evil one all along. Oh fuck! No, Jem was the good one, and Jerrica was the evil alter ego. Type. Oh my god, it's Fight Club. Yeah, yes, they're living in this house. Uh, yeah. Molly Ringwald is <laughs> some woman. Yes, yeah, some, some fucking woman. Some looks fucking an awfully woman. lot like Molly Ringwald. Yeah, it's quite unsettling. Suspiciously actually. like Molly Ringwald. She um, she has money troubles. Yeah, um, house is in trouble. Potentially going to be losing the house. Um, they're all very musically minded. They've been brought up to to be individual, you know, creative types and to always express themselves and yeah. live their dreams to to be their bliss. I think. Yes. Um, but also to come together through harmony, which yes. is something that they sort of teach in there. So it's about different voices yes. harmonizing together as a family i hope everyone liked that oh, um, beautiful so so to laughter yeah so so connecting through that kind of um artistic expression yeah. that you just heard lucky listeners yeah they're able to see past all their differences all their you know arguments that the mm. sisters have and the three sisters they're all very musical they're all very outgoing um yeah. um very extroverted types but jem mm. or jerica yeah jerica yeah as she's actually called by Murray Ringwald, but yeah. no, no one else. Murray. Murray. <laughs> Ringwald. Fuck. Jerrica was, you know, she's a bit intro- introverted. She's shy yeah. and she didn't want to, she didn't have the bravery to just express herself in in, this, in the same way. She had all this talent, all this, yeah. you know, desire to create art, but she, she couldn't do it on camera no when way. all of the other girls were filming themselves. Yes, unless, and this is what she does. Hmm. She dons a disguise because they've got a whole bunch of like makeup stuff yes. and um, costumes mm-hmm. like girls do in yeah. the garage instead of a car because, you know, girls. Yeah. Um, she puts on pink wig. Yep. Decorates her face. Yep. Probably like makeup is the word. No, she plasters and wallpapers her face. Yeah. Um, she does a lovely job of it. Stipple effect. <laughs> Such blokes. <laughs> <laughs> she DIYs her face. <laughs> and she um sings a beautiful song that can be heard all over the house and street. Yes. Uh at, at equal level. Yes. Um and she records herself doing it and she's about to delete it when her sister comes in, interrupts the deletion process, which yes. is, we all know is twofold. Unbeknownst to her. Unbeknownst to her. Because Jerrica thinks that she's deleted it. Yes. And she takes it and she uploads it to the YouTubes. Yes. And and all the kids tune into that particular tube out of all the tubes yeah. and they watch it. And it, it fucking goes viral. Yeah. And they, goes and they and all go, viral. you, 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 which is what you have to do when you're watching a video on YouTube. Yeah, that's how it knows. Yeah. And she hears all those yous. Yeah. And she knows she's got the views. Yes. You get you get the yous, you've got the views. Yous, yeah. That's that's the YouTube lo- uh, and, slogan. And, and because because um, she got the yous and the views, <laughs> Juliet Lewis... Um, who is tapped into this kind of thing? She yep. she felt a rumbling in her waters. She is, and, and she is a record producer over at Stardust Record yes. people. Yes, yeah, Stardust Record guys. Yeah, Stardust Record guys. Yeah, guys. And she it's guys, comma guys at the end. Yes, and and after and after um after Jerrica Gem goes viral, 
um, Juliette Lewis at Stardust gets Pretty in touch. Sure Starlight, actually. Yeah, so her and the, the good people at Star Lord Industries <laughs> have um, they have an offer for Gem. Yeah, they say we want you, we want you. Yeah, we want you, we want you. Yeah, but only you. And and <gasps> Gem and Gem is all like, hey, first off, my real name's Jerrica. And it's me and my sisters. Or or fuck off. And <laughs> fuck off, Julia Lewis. Yeah. Go, you, go back, back to your Tarantino. Yeah, go on, you scary woman. You <laughs> please, intimidate me. Please. <laughs> please um, just go. And she takes the girls off to LA? Pretty sure it's LA. Yeah. Oh, we should mention that all the while, um, Jem's father was an inventor. <laughs> and has given her a non-functioning robot he was working on. And she brings that with her. Oh, yeah. Okay. We won't hear anything of that again. Nope, that's the last you hear of that. She just has it as like a good luck token. Um, Chekhov's firing blanks, everyone. <laughs> that's what I heard from Dostoevsky. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> they go to LA. He's a bitch. She, she's a bitch. She dresses them down. No, Dostoevsky's a bitch. Dostoevsky's a bitch <laughs> and he dresses these women down. He can't women's. <laughs> these women's are in trouble because old Theodore's about <laughs> he's yeah all existential up in their underground yeah which gives way for Juliette Lewis to come in and, and give them a makeover get up here Dostoevsky <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's back to your gambling dens you louche um go and go and go and write a novel to fund your habits you prick um so and, and Juliette Lewis is all you know she comes in and she just insults the, the four girls yeah progressively yeah for just dressing like normal kids hmm. not trying enough Aja, haven't quite figured you out yet. Oh no, I got it. You don't try at all. That's awful. Yeah, not really in an Oscar Wilde clever kind of way. Just um, oh look, boots. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> more, yeah. It was again more in the the Bucky Larson <laughs> field field of criticism, or like Sergeant Gunnery Hartman from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so... get they get a makeover. Oh, we are introduced to her son. Yes, Rio. Uh, Rio. His name is Rio, and he doesn't dance on the sand. No. They all go off to get makeovers. Uh, yes. S- some hair work done by the voice of the original Jen from okay. Jen and the Holograms. Was she the one who said that hair was a pink was her favorite color? Yes. Yes. She okay. Said, pink is that. my favorite color, which is great because in real life her hair's pink. Um, sometimes. Mm. Uh, at, um, conferences. <laughs> conferences. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I meant. Or, um, oh no! Actually, I've been I've been to that. She tours all the travel lodges. <laughs> Suddenly, that robot we mentioned that's completely not relevant to anything. Oh yeah, it does something relevant to something. What? I know it comes alive and starts shining up a spazza, and yeah. they it shines a map, a map to a pier, mm-hmm. um, and they all the sisters they all go off to the pier. They sneak out. Yes, leaving Rio just winding and twisting through the land uselessly. And the film turns into national treasure, also. Yes, um, because um, the dad has left a scavenger hunt. Yes. And the first clue is something to do with the pier. I can't remember. Oh, the, um, the, the pipes make noise. Yes. And one of them sounds a little off key, which only Jem would notice because only she has perfect pitch. Yes. Apart from uh, Molly Ringwald as well. Yeah. But forget her. Yeah. Hair, Fuck hair Molly Ringwald. <laughs> You're right, Paul. I agree. <laughs> really sorry, everyone. We've been, we were up till... Um, we were up to about five o'clock uh, yes- yesterday morning, following, following the election. Yeah, so um, you're just gonna have to stick with us for this one. I think collectively we never went to sleep. Collectively, I don't think we've ever went, went to sleep. <laughs> I don't think we've ever went to sleep. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> let's move. Let's move on with the talking that we do. <laughs> talking bit. That we Fuck. Do. 
all the eloquence that we're known for. <laughs> let's let's move let's move on with all the words that we fucking do really well. All the all that the we're known and loved for. The, the you know all the good reviews yeah. we've been getting recently. Oh, God. You know all the people on Twitter who said to us, "Hey, we really like what you've been doing recently." And, we, and then we went, "All right, let's do three a week <laughs> for two weeks." And then we'll watch the election till five in the morning. Let's do that. And it'll be great. Oh. Oh. Rio shows up. Police are on their way. And Rio uh, decides that he's going to win them over by showing them how to escape the police by just jumping off the pier. Yeah. Which they do. Yeah. Uh, One startlingly shot scene later... They are on the beach, um, have a bit of a sing-song to bond. Yeah. We're all gonna live on a yellow... That's not how that fucking goes. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to do the yellow submarine. Yes. He is... He is... He, he's talking about his... <laughs> the clue led them to the open-air venue for music. Uh, yes. Even though it wasn't open-air, seemed to have a roof. Uh, we just didn't see. I don't remember looking at the roof. There was some air in there. There was some air in there, definitely, yeah. and it was open. Because that's how the people got in to attend the concert. Oh, that's yeah. the worst joke I've ever fucking made. <laughs> and they go they go and play they convince Rio to let to wrangle it so that they can play there. It's their first gig mm. from the in, from to internet. From yeah. the internet. And and whilst whilst they're they're getting ready for the gig, Juliet Lewis is there prepping them. A stand you know, so the camera doesn't make them look fat or yeah. um or short or things like that. She she teaches them poise, she teaches yeah. them dignity, yeah. like a pop star. Yeah. They get out of the limo and each successively shows off their vaginas. Um, very unfortunate. She, she forgot that bit, unfortunately, yeah. and it happened to each one of them. Um, but then they went into the cl- uh, the club. Nope, venue, venue, and they perform their song. Yeah, uh, and then they notice. Uh, Gem notices a guitar on the wall. Mm. It's like, ooh, that looks familiar. Yeah. Um, it seems her face seems to say, "Power cut, ah, oh. airbag, crowd." <laughs> <laughs> That's what the power says to this gig. And the crowd uh-huh. immediately turns on them. <laughs> Um, yeah, fuck. It was like, oh, there's no power. I hate this. <laughs> you can't control the lights. <laughs> that's yeah. that's rubbish. Where's your electricity yeah. powers? Maybe they were Gem and the Hologram fans who yeah. <laughs> just wondered why they weren't using their magical earrings to create light effect. Oh, yeah. Everybody turns their phones on yeah. to illuminate the stage. Yeah. And they perform, luckily, several weeks earlier, again, they were yeah. in the recording studio and they recorded themselves singing and playing some instruments. So they just play yeah. that in, pretending, of course, that it's a natural performance. Yes. Um, cool moment. Uh, luckily, the guitar has the second clue in it. Yes. Uh, but really, the clue only is that there is a third clue and it doesn't really imply what to do about that. Juliette Lewis has not let go of her agenda to um, isolate Jem from the band. But yeah. for some reason, even though they're incredibly popular... She has this Nietzschean need to see her live her life as an individual mm. um, and to abandon the collectivist notion of a family communism, more like. She, because, um, yeah, Jem asks for an, an advance because the uh, Molly Ringwald is about to get her house taken away. No one wants that. She saw it on the TV. It's a documentary yeah. about Molly Ringwald now because <laughs> she hasn't been in a film since uh, Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> And so she asked for that, and Juliet Lewis says, of course, you know, what's money? I am going to need you to do just a little teeny thing in return. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? Um, abandon your sisters for me. Yeah. And write this contract promising you'll do that. Judas, oh, your I... sister's up. I don't think I should do that. 
I think you should. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty compelling argument. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Um, well, she says, you know, you, the gem image belongs to me. Mm. And you're nothing without it. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Jenica? Jerica. Jerica. Jericho. Yeah. Believes this. Chris Jericho. Her. Chris Jericho believes this because yeah. of her, her incredibly low self-esteem. Yes. And so she does sign it because she needs the uh, Spider-Man suit that she got from Tony Stark. Yes. And the sisters then come in afterwards. They've heard everything. Oh, no. They heard that she's going to shaft Judas them up. <sighs> and and they're not too happy about it. No. Nobody so, wants to be Judas Priest. So unhappy are they that Did. they refuse to let Jem explain herself. Yeah. Um. No matter. She she offers to explain everything. She offers several once times. and then she just stands there looking sad. Yes. And they storm off. She yeah. goes up on stage to perform a yet another song. I'm embarrassed to say I quite enjoyed. Uh, with utterly bizarre backing dancers yeah. that defied all notions of grace, eloquence, um, or sense. Well, Just, if you're going to be picky. Well, if you're going to be picky, I mean, I guess it was fucking baffling, like yep. um, a couple of, of Lovecraftian nightmares. But um, after that... A <laughs> couple of Cthulhu boys. A couple of Cthulhu boys and one or two really, um girls cavort around the place yeah. bending your mind and your concept of self at the mm-hmm. end of which she finds herself back at the family home she's all there she's there all sad yeah sister comes in from left screen yep left of field yep patch Those. things up then the two other sisters come in from yep. the same left field from yeah, the shadows there's, there's a little uh waiting area a red room yeah. that they could wait in there's a queue and a big burly <laughs> eastern european security guard with a, with Waving a, with a rope yeah. as they become emotionally yeah. relevant to the scene and then fucking Rio also comes yeah, in. Yeah, materialises. Yeah, who's also been waiting there. <laughs> yeah, um, in the darkness. Yeah. Waiting for her to come so that it can um, pounce out in a successive trap of emotional engagement. They all make up and they decide yeah. that they have to, because they don't have the gem um Well, they figure out that the anymore, final, yeah. yeah, the final piece of this robot is the earrings. Yes. And so begins a hastily thrown together heist section in which they must steal the earrings from the safe that is in Starlight Avenue's um, yeah. safe. Uh, they do that using each of their skills. It's quite fun. Yeah. They get the, the earrings back. Yeah. Gem, gems, famous earrings. And also uh, they notice the will of the dad of Rio. Yes. The will revealing that. In fact, he that. could have been CEO of Star... Wait. Dude. Star dude Industries. motion pictures. At the at the very moment that he decided that he was ready to be CEO. Yeah, which I can see why I didn't tell him about it when he was like five. Yeah. When you're ready, you can I'm ready. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want me to finish the sentence? Um sir, that's not what the contract yeah, says. Legally binding, ma'am. Okay. You'll have to leave. Um you're CEO now. Yay! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He decides to become CEO. They're at the gig, and they so they come on stage, yeah. and then on stage they say, they tell the truth, they tell their story. They say, or rather, Jem says, mm. because I'm not Jem. Jem is Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, yeah. yes. <laughs> he um, comes out and says, and, oh, "I'm Jem." <laughs> um, and um, she, no, she says, "Jem is anybody who wants to express something." Yes, Jem no. is anyone who has something to say. Yes, which is similar but not the same. Gem yeah. is the crowd. You you were Gem the whole time is the idea. Yes. That's the the, the brief. Uh, yeah. They perform one last gig. It's really great. Movie ends. Here's the points we've got to mention. 
Um, <laughs> at some point, she watches the last video from her dad, which is the emotional resolution of the entire film. Oh, yeah. And at another point, her earrings were taken off of her and put into that safe, which is why she had to go steal it. Yes. I think that's about it. End of movie. Yeah. Um, the, the, reconcili- the reconciliation or the video with her dad. Yeah. I should come right out and say that was a really touching. Very, very moving. Really touching moment. Incredibly beautiful resolution to the entire film in which he explains why he sent her to those places. Yeah. Um, and it's unbelievably sweet. And- I wish I could be there with you to see the person you've become. But I am still with you, Jerrica. And in my heart, you'll always be my gem. And um, I think is a really good representation of the heart that was in this film. Fuck yeah. There was an awful lot of it. There was it um, had some a real, fucking heart. Real sincerity going on. There was a yeah. real tangible bond between the sisters. Mm. There was an incredibly strong performance from um, Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Peebles. She was incredible. Aubrey Plaza playing Aubrey Peebles. Yeah. Very yeah, talented actor. performance, yeah. yeah. A, a really sweet, good-natured story about a person, a, wo- a, a young woman trying to discover who she is. Her shyness is so believable. Yeah. At the beginning. I so, and it's so painful as well because she has this voice, incredible voice. Mm. And, yet, and yet you can totally buy into the idea that she doesn't think it's worth anything. That yeah. there are real problems that are more important than her ability to sing. You yeah. get it straight away. And there's a real vulnerability to her. Mm. Um, there's the, the, the scene when she finally records herself playing, you know, with the, yeah. uh, the alter ego gem. The, the whole thing of her, you know, uh, of, of, of having this alter ego to be able mm. to express herself, it really, it really got across that vulnerability. And it was quite, yeah. there was something kind of visceral about the, um, mm. um, how deep that went. Absolutely. It was making me think of um, a little bit of Sophia Coppola in her better moments <laughs> and also a little bit of Eternal Sunshine. Right. He's like ling- lingering shots and he's really yeah. gorgeous, you know, when the pop songs weren't playing, he's really gorgeous, like, yeah. like bits of ambient music. Lingering on like specific, mm. like parts of her it was really sophisticated um and there was a lot of maturity in the in the in the in the filmmaking there there was that you really wouldn't expect from the maker of gi joe retaliation no yeah it was it was incredible i mean the the filmmaking was reminiscent of terence malick some of the handheld camera work up close to people was so graceful Mm. but mainly the thing that struck me was that the use of color was amazing and how close the sisters are shot you know, yeah. they've all got their sort of um, kind of fuzzy hair and they're shot very close together all the time. Yeah. Um, there's a sort of immediacy to the affection between them. That- if it, it almost felt like they're improving because yeah. it was just it was just so natural. It was. I, w- I would say there weren't too many like laughs for me. There were a couple of moments where a funny line got said and I and I laughed, which we'll mention later. But- yeah. But for the most part, it was just um, good natured. The only the only exceptions to that were when we had yeah. three or four montages, I think, in the in the film of just like hanging out, being <laughs> buds. Yeah, like and, at the at the, the pool. pool. And, yeah, yeah and it was waters. all that was. They were the moments where it felt fake to me, where it felt okay. forced because right. it was like look how we, much fun we have. Yeah, and it dealt with um, you know, it had it had this story of these 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 sisters who who didn't have. Uh, a home and parents and yeah. things like that and it dealt with it dealt with the story of you know fame spoils yeah that the glitter tried and sort of failed <laughs> yeah to, uh, it, to do it's much more successful in that respect than glitter yeah i would say some of the edges have been rounded off a little on yeah. this um there were some 
There's some light moments. For example, the fact that a rift is developing between Jem and her holograms. Yeah. You know, and her sisters. It's like, you could, there's a way of doing that by having her have a genuine character fault. Yeah. But they didn't want to give Jem a character fault, really, except for the fact that she was so shy, which again yeah. was a brilliant Too nice, to if anything. Too nice and too scared of maybe upsetting the flow or something. And yeah. so consequently, when she's presented with a situation, she's too scared to go to her sisters with it. Yeah. And as a result, it tears up the band. It's fine, but I could have done with her. Like it's just, it was a misunderstanding, is the thing, and I'm yeah. always resistant to conflict that comes just out of a simple mis- uh, sort of you know sitcom esque yeah. yeah. misunderstanding, like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, like if a line could resolve the problem between these two characters, yeah. it's not a good enough problem. Yeah, the 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 fact of the music. I mean, Aub- Aubrey Peoples sang; it was her voice. Yeah, which is which is great. Yes, it would have been really nice if that would have been in world. If yeah, that would absolutely. Just, if that would have been picked up on mics on set. Yeah, um, like La La Land. Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, did, they similar... do, did they do that in La La Land? They did do that in La yeah. La Land. No, it's, it's, there's a similar moment in Pitch Perfect, the first yeah. one, uh, in which Anna Kendrick does the cup thing. That was a moment of real sort of talent yeah that anna kendrick went away and practiced and was it, it was a really fun moment the problem is that never really happened in this the musical moments were very polished yeah like um her singing her song it didn't feel like a bedroom song it felt like a studio song yeah and when they're playing the music with all the power out that's such a cool idea yeah the power goes out in a gig and now the musicians have to just use their skill and ingenuity to make an entertaining gig for everyone yeah but they get everyone to like stamp their feet and they're playing an unplugged in electric guitar yeah. and it's like no one would be able to hear anything it is the crispest yeah like acoustic sound yeah. and it's come it's coming out of an electric guitar that's unplugged into speakers. Yeah. There were so many great examples of intimacy yeah. in the film where I felt like really close to what was going on there. Yeah. Um thanks, you know, thanks to the camera work and just the natural performances that it really pulled me out of it when they for, start, the, yeah. for all the musical pieces. And there's that and the fact that every live, you know, supposedly live uh, performance mm. with drums. Yeah. Um they weren't it life. wasn't the actual drums, you know, it was yeah. drum machines. and Yeah, and you can see characters sort of dropping the vocals, you know. And yeah. It's just, yeah, and yeah, there are f- effects on the vocals and yeah, things exactly, like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, it was good music, like yeah. f- fucking good pop music. Mm. But it's so much more effective, mm. a, a, a thing to actually play the music. Yeah, there, to have actual talent on camera. Yeah. So that, those were issues with the film. It's It's not enough to ruin a film. No. So we have to look at the rather extraordinary critical and fan reaction to it. Mm. Um, and I think the first thing we need to address is the show, the 1980s show. This was a show? This was a show. Ah. Oh. It ran for three seasons, 60 or so episodes. You know, you've watched a film about it, so you know the premise. You know the premise of the show. You know, it's it's obviously, it's about a record executive named Jerrica Benton, who has a set of high-tech earrings that tap into a supercomputer named Synergy to project a hologram that turns her and her sisters into an outrageous rock star, Jem, the lead singer of the band The Holograms. Uh, she spends her time leading the band, competing with The Misfits, a rival band, romancing her boyfriend, uh, Rio, as both Jem and Jerrica, in a sort of awkward love triangle, um, trying to thwart the plans of an evil record executive who has taken control of her father's company, um, yep. performing nightmarishly catchy songs, yep. fighting crime, ending world hunger, and, and taking care of the Starlight Orphanage. You know, like the film. Just, we just described. Just like the f- f- film. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, 
the show is every episode of the show is like a poorly animated anxiety attack in an ice cream factory it's profound it, 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 there's so much going on mm. the plot moves so quickly and there's so many characters and there's three musical numbers in every episode right it's very bright very fast it, I, I can immediately see why it's so popular because it's charming high energy relentlessly high energy <laughs> And a wonderful testament to the music and fashion of what could only be described as the cocaine generation. I'd say the spirit is here. Sure. The spirit of female empowerment. Mm-hmm. I think it's there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, closeness between sisters. Believing in yourself. The high energy, I'd say, probably wasn't there. I mean, some of the pop songs are fucking exhilarating in this, but like the staging yeah. and the music and everything. But generally, it takes a much slower pace. Yeah. I mean, uh, the TV show would have made that story we just watched in a 20-minute episode. Yeah. And then, then thrown in a thing about <laughs> tiger smugglers. <laughs> um, parachuting tiger smugglers. Um, yeah. Yeah, who were lost, uh, who'd been lost during the 1914-18 uh, war. Oh, Christ, the 80s cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so much so, like, the difference was, you know, so palpable that when, yeah. uh, like, a, an upbeat pop song did come in mm. it was so jarring yes in the actual you know in the movie it'd be like if an upbeat pop song started into the wonder <laughs> it's like oh okay and ben yeah. affleck just you know so, oh, 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 oh. it's like ben are you still thinking about your relationship with rooney mara um, oh yes but in a different way now <laughs> oh rooney <laughs> <laughs> so sh- <laughs> To the wonder, colon, O'Rooney. <laughs> oh, oh, a Terence Malick joint. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, and also the um, the sci-fi elements, which were so crucial to um, Jen and the Holograms, sure. the TV show, did feel a little out of place here when the robot kicks up. Yeah. And yet, it did that great thing that I love sci-fi to do, which is to take a concept, Dad built a robot for child. Yeah. Just, it just, it showed the impact on a human character that you can relate to. And yeah. that's the best thing sci-fi can do is show the impact of its concept on people that we can relate to. Yeah. And I did that superbly. And then we could, yeah, and then we're back full circle to the dad. The, his hologram comes up and they're having that moment. Yeah. So it got, it, it got a lot right, but I can understand why, um, you know, fans of the original yeah. might not, might not like it. It's, it's, and it's not, I've been thinking about it and mm. we've been, you know, talking about it in terms of adaptations and, you know, Street Fighter, what yeah, Street sure. Fighter felt because it was, it was different to the, to the original. Yeah. But, but this is, it's different. It's a different kind of different, I think. Yes. It's, Street Fighter was different, but retained the, like the, the fundamentals. Well, uh, yeah, it, it. it abandoned the plot and kept the premise. Yeah. This abandoned the plot. Yeah. And changed the premise. Yeah. Um, so it was a much more radical change. I really think it would have been benefited from being called something else. Yeah. Glitter 2, perhaps. <laughs> the yeah. better generation. Yeah, Glitto. Glitto? Glitto. I am Glitto. <laughs> I, am, I am Mariah Carey bot. <laughs> Inadequate musicians detected. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed all the musicians, Glitto. I am Glitto. <laughs> you get a white streak on your neck. <laughs> eats your soul from the outside <laughs> in um yeah and it so mm. so maybe it did shit on the fans a bit it it, it kind of did i mean not yeah. only was this film kind of made without the consent of the creator yeah uh, without the involvement or consent of the creator but also the producers put out an offer to mm. um gem on holograms fans send us 
your clips of you talking about how much you love Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. And if we like it, we'll put you in the movie. Uh-huh. Now, you, I, from what I just said, you probably imagined that that's an audition or a contest. Yeah. You send the clips in, and if they like what you said, they might go, okay, we'll give you a cameo. Yeah. No, no, no. They meant that literally. If you send in your clips of you talking about how much you like Jen and the holo- Gem and the Holograms, mm-hmm. they will put you in the movie. Oh, that yeah. clip you sent, video clips of people talking about how much Gem and the Holograms means to mm. them. Yeah, they See, appropriated no. it. And it's sinister <laughs> to do that. To have someone say, I grew up in a difficult background where I had a lot of trouble being me because of whatever reason. Um, yeah. And Gem and the Holograms really got me through it. And then cut to the band that they're not talking about i can see how appropriating that for an frankly unrelated project yes i mean if i were to start a band called the beatles yeah and started putting posters up using quotes that people have written about the beatles (laughs) that probably wouldn't be a great thing for me to do no when everybody had sort of um crowded around abbey road (laughs) to, to to see your comeback gig which you'd listed as a comeback gig yeah because i'm coming back on on stage yeah I'm coming back on. Yeah. As as you then proceed to explain to all the Beatles fans. <laughs> you can see why that wouldn't have gone down too well. No. So I can see why... This critical, didn't go down too well. Yes. Uh, where the critical reception was what it was. Now, as, um, um, I, th- I think we've established at this point that you're the research boy. And yeah. I'm the free and easy... Ah, look at you. I'll just, I'll just do it on the night <laughs> thing. Which is why all the things I say... Just things. <laughs> and Unmired by yeah. the, the burden of context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, for someone like me, who has not seen anything of this, enjoyed it. Yeah. I, meanwhile, had watched quite a bit of it. Mm. Um, sort of binging it um, after I saw this episode was coming up. I watched quite a lot of it. Liked it. Was a little uh, perplexed by it. Um, uh-huh. I, I came into this movie um, kind of hoping the narrative would conform to a traditional, oh, they ruined it, they didn't get the creator involved. Yeah. Um, I was charmed by it almost immediately. Yeah. It was almost immediately I accepted this isn't what it's going to be. And I yeah. think some people have problems suspending that. This is something from somebody's childhood. Yeah. This is something that really meant a lot to somebody. To come on and see it changed like that. Yeah. I think you could be forgiven for thinking that, you know, they maybe bastardized it. It yeah. was a perfectly good film i think um might i suggest we begin the lengthy process of quick firing things that we like about this movie but uh, i have one big one so okay, let's do yeah. that first um i quoted at the beginning there matt zola cites one of the things he said about the film yeah. uh was it was about how today's youth use technology to deepen their sense of community and self yeah now i'm very reluctant to accept any black and white view of anything yeah and the view that all oh, social media is destroying you know communal relationships and stuff sure there's as there's challenging aspects of social media as there will be to anything but this film is a real sort of one good thing <laughs> about yeah. social media as yeah. this completely meritocratic um method of discerning mm. talent which of course it's not you know anything anyone who's really good at something that's also niche will probably struggle to get noticed. Mm. Um, welcome to one good thing. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a real sort of, hey, this is the good side of it. Yeah. Look, this incredibly shy person found a platform, whereas before she might probably wouldn't be able to find one, and yeah. was noticed and got by purely on her skill and talent. And f- weirdly, throughout the film, we get little clips. It starts with um, her watching two drummers dueling, yeah. whilst um, Juliette Lewis is on the phone, um, is texting. Yeah. It's kind of neat. 
um, to see. Yeah, it was kind of neat to see the tension ratcheting. It was a bit yeah. on the nose, you know, two dueling drummers while she's having an argument. Yeah, you know, bit on the nose. But from there, just all the way through the film, we get little clips to accompany action mm. of talented YouTubers yeah. doing their thing, and it was really interesting that decision no no, absolutely and i also really liked um when we saw her video going on youtube and going viral and all the likes and the views going up occasionally a little thumbs down would would (laughs) would add so every like 300 or so she'd get another thumbs down that's right they're looking some douchebag who hates (laughs) hates joy yeah and this uh um, one of the sisters is reading through the comments and it's like um oh my god these people love you and she's like yeah except this guy oh and this guy yeah yeah and it's like yeah that's convincing yeah, when when one of the sisters is introduced, she's I think she's like standing at the doorstep with her boyfriend, and they're 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 making out or something like that. Yeah. And then straight like straight after that, she's like, mm. "I don't want to see you again." And she slams the door on him. And then off screen, you just hear, "But I love you." <laughs> and I don't know, I'm I'm a sucker for off off screen comments. <laughs> yeah, um, stuff that almost sounds like it wasn't quite meant to be in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this one's kind of lame. Um there's uh, there's Bring a moment it. where intercut with people talking about their genuine love for an 80s sci-fi thing that they've appropriated for mm-hmm. um this movie they have some celebrities one of whom is Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. who I am I guess predestined to love regardless of whatever crappy thing he's doing yeah. um, that seems to be my lot in life um at one point he says um that what the song that they've come up with early on is called Young Blood yeah and he says hey I love that song and I want you to record one for me but you can't call it Young Blood you've got to call it like badass blood yeah. um well actually that that sounds like something you don't want hmm. and it took me a minute to think like that sounds like something oh badass blood okay yeah. oh yeah that's that horrible. was yeah. <laughs> just like it took me a second and the fact that it took me a second to realize what it was he was referring to made me laugh yeah no i'm with you on that that was good <laughs> um there are a couple of times where jokes were very subtle and when they didn't draw attention to mm. them um there's a bit where Ju- um i was gonna say julian juliette lewis's yeah. uh, assistant comes in with her and mm. uh molly ringwald's offering them drinks and uh she offers uh, zipper the assistant a drink and juliet lewis answers for him and says oh no he doesn't want a drink and he just kind of goes <coughs> and they don't they don't, they don't they don't have like a oh thanks yeah moment. lovely yeah. um there's a very cool nod to the love triangle in the series um okay in the series rio is both ro- is both romancing um gem and Jerrica. There's an interesting nod to it in a scene in which they're talking about how she feels like she's becoming Jem mm. and how he talks about how there's a lot to love about Jem and she says something like, well, now you're making me feel jealous of my own alter ego, which, oh, yeah. you know, is kind of messed up. And he's like, um, but you're better for these mm. reasons. And it's it's a nice little nod to that whole, because that was a whole thing. The the moment when they're on the beach and they start singing and, and Rio sings his response and... Yeah. um. That it, it it gives like it makes the girls laugh and yeah. they're all so they're all really caught up in the moment. I thought it was really sweet and genuine, yeah. um, even though the music itself was just recorded. The lip syncing was genuine. Uh, last one, last one for me. Um, mm. and this is just really a sp- springboard off of uh, what we yeah. were saying about glitter earlier. Yeah. Is that the songs that she sang after the things that happened to her were more far more relevant? Well, I've just I've just um I've just lost all of my my family. Yeah. I'm going to sing a, a song that is completely about that. Yeah, watch me go. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Uh, more emotionally invested, absolutely, in this film. Just the music in general. I really enjoyed the music. I have a tin ear for pop. It's not something I listen to much, but I really liked it in yeah. this. And in the last, the last song I really liked. The way she looked in that last moment was 
quite powerful, I found. Mm. She's got this sort of shoulder pads and it's very bright and there's like part of the dance choreography involves her sort of coming forward with her sisters behind her and it just felt authoritative and yeah. awesome. Especially with the songs she was singing. I, I really liked that moment. I responded to her. better thing so my first is um more in keeping with i think it's more in keeping with the spirit of um gem and the holograms and that is a sort of pop infused sorry a music infused rock infused uh bright adventure with action some secret identities kind of fun that is funny and also exciting it's scott pilgrim really Oh, okay. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The aesthetic of the original 80s cartoon is really quite heavily present, along with all the other things Scott Pilgrim is referencing, yeah. sort of video gaming and okay, yeah. general nerd culture. It's all in there, and it feels... Yeah. If that ease for... with technology and, and social yeah. media and things like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're looking for a slightly more sincere adaptation of Gem and the Holograms or that yeah. sort of spirit, then maybe Scott Pilgrim is the one you're looking for. Cool. I would say Sing Street. If, yeah. if you haven't um if you haven't checked it out at this yeah. point um we've already told you to do it <laughs> why haven't you are you not doing the things we say yeah you meant to be watching all of oh, these yeah that was the point of the podcast did nobody tell you that yeah because we'll tell you that now that's the reason that we're doing this <laughs> please send pictures of doing the things that we tell you to do <laughs> even the things that we just talk about that we yeah. didn't necessarily say you had to do you yeah. have to do them you should all own owls by now. Yeah. Yes. Um. It's a it's a film about make making art. It's about yeah. you know it's about the passion that drives you that makes life worth living. Yeah. It gives people meaning and yeah. and, and f- that the you know the importance of being able to express yourself. Mm. Sing Sing Street is um I would say better because I didn't really have any problems with with it. Yeah. And sure. and I. Oh, what with it being a sort of almost perfect movie and such. Yeah. 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 I um yeah nothing nothing else needs saying on that. Cool. Last one for me. Um, in terms of a father who has died and has left his child things that will help him, a puzzle to solve that will help mm. him move on with his life, overcome his shyness. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's Hugo, uh, the Martin Scorsese cool. movie. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, it, yeah. Um, beautiful, beautifully acted, beautifully directed. The only time Martin Scorsese has made a children's movie and he does it as well as he does every other genre yeah. he's turned his hand to. It's, um, incredible. Perfect. Um, I'm going to go on another another one that I've mentioned already. Eternal mm. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, the 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 memories, the the flashbacks, the importance of that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, the vulnerability and the mm. shyness. And there's the same sort of um, you know need to fit in, the need to be loved. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, potentially overlooking other parts of your life in favor of that. Yeah. Um and then you know down to some of the some of the aesthetics and the ambience of it. Yeah. Um I I'd say Michelle Gondry's best film if you're listening to this you've probably seen it. Yeah. But if you haven't <laughs> correct that. Yeah. Absolutely. Add that to the list. <laughs> um yeah. Cool. That was the one better thing. The one better thing, but not by much. No. Mm. No. Okay, thank you very much for listening to One Good Thing. Yeah, thanks again to You Know What I Like podcast. Uh, yep. You can check them out at Y-K-W-I-L. Yes, did that without looking at the notes. Wait, 9-11 was a conspiracy? 
Oh. Oh my god, it's in the numbers. The numbers. The government all back into the left, everyone. Back into the left. Yeah. That's what we're hoping to do to British politics. <laughs> take it back into the left. Yeah, and uh, so thanks to You Know What I Like podcast. Um, thanks to Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> for for never stopping believing in us. Um, even if... We forgot to believe in him. <laughs> I would believe But Jeremy he forgives Corbyn. us. And uh, as ever, we are on Twitter and Facebook at OGTPod. More and more people are getting in touch on Twitter, and it's been brilliant. Mm. Um, having loads of fun. Uh, some cool responses. Bro- Brody's Kitchen, um, yep. in response to our um, analysis <laughs> of... Oh, the fuck film did we do? Uh, Bucky Larson. Oh, yeah. Um, they have taken it upon themselves to discuss Hard Target. Yeah. Um, you can, you can check that out. And yeah, for, for everyone else that we've been doing, uh, you know, uh, doing requests for. Mm. Yeah, it's just been awesome to hear, hear back from you. Absolutely. Um, anyone, people who aren't doing this, do it. Why aren't, why aren't you <laughs> making us feel better? Why? No, no, no. Why aren't you? Yeah. I ask you. Are I'm you trying to you. destroy this poor shy girl's inner, inner yeah. shy girl? Yeah, this is my confession. Inside everyone. this shy girl. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everyone for that. <laughs> um, send us an email at og uh, ogtpod at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, like, rate, subscribe on iTunes. Yep. Leave reviews and keep listening. Thank you. Absolutely. That's the end of recommendations month. Yes. Next month. Next week. <laughs> um, next week we'll be doing something a little more unusual esoteric untypical abstract uh, um, we hope you enjoy it yeah until then I'm Paul Salt I'm Paul Goodman and remember the one good thing about Gem and the Holograms is Gem and the Holograms <laughs> show's over Synergy <laughs>